Welcome to the Dietitian Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Smith, registered dietitian and weight loss expert. As your guest host, I'm interviewing dietitian bosses and sharing their stories to inspire you to take action and create a six-figure income using social media marketing. Welcome, dietitian bosses. Today, I'm with Tamar Rizkala, who's a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach. She was born in Caracas, Venezuela, lived in Brazil, and was raised in Miami, Florida. She grew up as the non-athletic sibling and struggled with insecurities about her weight for years. She can relate with young women who feel lost, confused, and out of touch with themselves and their bodies. Formerly a carb cutter and yo-yo dieter, she helps recent college grads lose weight, sustain without cutting out the foods they love. She applies a balanced approach to weight loss using flexible dieting combined with strength training so that her clients may gain control of their bodies and overcome their insecurities. It is her passion to empower and educate women about fitness and nutrition so that they can enjoy all foods free of guilt while maintaining a strong body and mind. Welcome, Tamara. Thank you so much, Lauren. What a great introduction. It sounds so cool hearing it from somebody else. (laughs) Isn't it so fun? Anything that I forgot in your bio? No, that was pretty concise. Wrapped it up really well. (laughs) Fantastic. Now for everyone, all the listeners listening to this podcast today, can you give them your social media handle so they can find you on Instagram? Yeah, absolutely. It is Tams, T-A-M-Z dot J-P-G, like a picture. Love it. Fantastic. So now that we have the fun stuff out of the way and we're going to get right into this podcast, can you tell the listeners a little bit about where you started out and where you are now so they can learn a little bit more about you? Absolutely. So kind of where I started out was just with like using this as a side business. So I would train people on the side because actually one of my coworkers from my previous job, he was like, Hey, you're like, you know what you're talking about? Like, can you train me? Can you uh, give me some nutrition tips? So I pretty much started like one-on-one coaching him and, and then it just evolves into more people. I ended up being a personal trainer at LA fitness. And then now I'm kind of doing my own thing, going one-on-one coaching and uh, loving it so far. It's been a journey. That's amazing. And you've had such rapid success. I mean, seeing you and full disclosure listeners, I know Tamara in real life as well. We actually were in the same sorority in college, which was super cool. But seeing the evolution of when you had your Instagram and it was for personal use to now using it to gain clients. I mean, knowing you and your story, you gained traction so quickly. Can you talk about the clients that you market to and that you work with as you kind of transition your Instagram into a more niche focused and and into a business? Yeah, absolutely. So I work with recent college graduates who are trying to lose weight, but they don't want to give up the foods that they love. And then I also incorporate strength training because it is one of my passions and strength training just helps with weight loss in general. But I remember you and I talking about a year ago and I was like, Hey Lauren, like, how are you doing so well? Like, I want to do what you're doing. Help me. And you were basically like, well, first you need to find your niche. And I was like, what the heck is that? And then basically through a long process of internally trying to figure out why I do what I do. I basically clarified my niche and and wanted to 
work more with recent college grads because I felt like those were the women who I related to more, who I could help more and would benefit the most from my one-on-one services. So it's evolved a lot and I'm still currently growing every day and clarifying every day, but it's been very interesting and watching you as a role model and Libby as my coach has been incredibly helpful. That is such motivation and such an amazing reflection, especially for the listeners, because I mean, I think we've all been there when you're first starting off, when you hear that word niche or niche, you're like, what does that even mean? And who am I serving? And it is going to continuously evolve over time, especially as you get to know your ideal client better and more strongly and more personally. And I think also with the more clients that you get as well, that niche can really evolve too. And you're such a great example of that because you started off having no idea who you were serving or what that word even meant. And now you're so specific that you're helping recent college grads and you are so specific with your messaging on social media. So over the past couple months, since you've really started Libby's group program to where you're at now and working with so many individuals, how has your niche and I guess message evolved over that time frame? Yeah. So like you said before, I wasn't clear at all. And it, I was basically just like trying to help everybody and anybody who wanted to lose weight. But now I have identified that the most value I provide are to women who are college grads, which is why I've narrowed it down to that age range. So in that evolution, I've been able to provide more value to those women and kind of target the people that I want to work with so that they can get the most help from me. I love that reflection. I think everyone else is going to love it because you're not only serving who you want to serve, so you're going to show up for them better, but you're also saying that you can help the people that you enjoy working with the most, right? If you don't enjoy what you do, are you going to be most passionate about it and show up every day on social media? No, it's going to be a lot harder. And you're such a good example of that. I love that. So knowing your story and your background, what would you say are maybe one or two tips you'd have for the listeners about how to effectively build that know, like, and trust factor so your ideal clients and the people you want to work with will purchase and buy from you and work with you? Right. So the know, like, and trust trust factor, um, the one thing that is the most important that I've seen across like a lot of people that... I like and across myself and my own, you know, feedback is that you literally just have to be yourself because if you try to be anyone else, people can tell that you're not really being you. So that's the no factor. They, they want to know you. They don't want to know somebody else. They want to know who you are deep down and they like you when you're genuine and they will learn about your story through your experiences um, and then the trust factor comes like with being consistent and doing both those no and like factors. And then they build the trust over time, over following you and just seeing your journey and she- seeing you be vulnerable and share your story. So those are the three things that I have seen are really successful with the no, like, and trust. Yeah. And especially you saying the being genuine aspect and also sharing your story and using that as leverage to be like, yo, like I've been in your shoes before I understand, like, this is why you can trust me. How does that relate to your story? Cause I know in your bio, you mentioned being a carb cutter and yo-yo dieter. And I know you specifically help recent college grads and I know you are a recent college grad. So how has, have you used your story to leverage your marketing thus far? 
Yeah. So, well, I actually use it on a daily basis every day. Whenever someone like will mention something about like, oh, that's a bad food or that's too high in carbs or something like that. Like in my day to day, I'll tell people in person, like, hey, like that's not really true. And I show them by example you know, showing them that like, I do eat these foods that they're not bad for you. And then I go and I talk about it on my stories, or I'll make posts about it. And I'll use my humor to just kind of connect with those people who are my age, because I know how they talk, and I know what they relate to. So I using that as a marketing tool is really, really effective, because they, you know, they relate to it. And they think it's funny, because I think it's funny. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why I feel like aligning your story with your mission and what you're passionate about is so beneficial for your business. Cause like you said, you are that ideal client that you're serving now that you're a few steps ahead of them because you have it under control and you help them. But because you know how they talk, you know how they walk, you know what they think and feel when they're, they're struggling with their weight and food in general, you're able to relate to them in such a powerful way. And I think that's such a great message for the listeners, because if you are struggling to find your niche, if you are struggling with this as a listener, it's important to dig deep and really think about your story and how it's going to align with what you do in your business and then increase your profits and by being really aligned. Yeah. And that does take some time. I remember that was a really introspective and reflective process, but it was so valuable because it did help me clarify the reason, not only the reason, but who I wanted to work with, which is like the whole basis of everything. Like you can't really move forward until you know those things. So reflecting is a huge part of this process. Yeah. I love that. Now, can you walk us through, I know, I know we have a great idea of who you serve. Can you walk us through the process of creating your offer in your business? Because I know when you started, you were at ground zero, you had no social media. I mean, you had a social media, but you weren't using it to market and you didn't even have a niche. So how did you go from starting your business to now you have an offer and you're serving clients? Yeah. So it it took a lot of trial and error, honestly. Like I said, initially it was just, I was coaching a coworker, just like kind of providing one-on-one services very casually. And then the more I started to talk about it, you know, this is funny. I actually used to post on my stories in like, you know, how you can make a private group. I used to post talking about this stuff on a private page. I wouldn't even publicize it to all of my followers because I was so afraid. So um, once I finally got over that fear, which Lauren, you helped tremendously in that, I figured out that like people were interested and people would pay for this service. So I started to just kind of figure out how much people would pay throughout like trial and error with discovery calls. I would determine a price based on how long it would take for me to put these services together for one person. And then I would test it out, test the waters with some discovery calls. And then after a few no's, I would change things here and there. Um, And then for the right price that people were willing to pay, I ended up changing the way that I served them so I can still serve multiple people. I love that. Yeah. And give them the results that they deserve and the time from me that they deserve. Oh my goodness. So much to unpack there. So much gold right there. So first off, going back to the beginning of everything you just said, I know you mentioned having your Instagram post on your story. So when you're on camera, when you're doing video, when you're talking on private. Now that's something I feel like Libby has not talked about on this podcast, but I think is actually so important. How did you transition from 
being on a private video and only sending it to people that you really know and feel comfortable with to then being comfortable to say, I am pressing this out for everyone on my story to just know everything about me. And I'm going to be an open book. How did you do that? Can you give the listeners some actionable steps that kind of got you to that place? Cause it can yeah. be scary. It was so scary. I was I cringe at the thought of it now, but like it, it was kind of a necessary stepping stone for me because I wasn't ready to just kind of like put it all out there because I was one, I was still afraid that I would yo-yo diet back to <laughs> the way that I was before. So I was afraid yeah. of like being a fraud in my own success and my own dieting. Yeah. Habits. So once I got over that, I was like, okay, I actually, I know what I'm doing. Like I can share this and, you know, having you on my private stories really helped me because I was like, Lauren also knows what she's doing. Lauren does the same thing. So you were able to be like, yeah, girl, like you push me. You were like my little cheerleader. So kind of having that support system was really important to just get over that fear of being ready and just do it. And it evolved over time, just like kind of I'm still afraid when I post stories, but like I just do it and I don't, I try not to think too about it, about it too much and just post, just click the posting button. People will listen. People will like it. Just don't be afraid. And if they don't, then they're not worth having as a follower and goodbye. Yes. Oh my goodness, girlfriend. Totally snapping over here. If you guys can see me anyway, when we're looking at your story, I love how you're like, I'm doing it anyway, even though I'm scared. That's so valuable. And Hearing your story too, I love how you mentioned having me there for support and just other people that are in your niche of weight loss there for you to kind of give you that boost of encouragement. And I know I recently had a podcast episode I recorded with Libby and Bonnie Roney from Diet Culture Rebel. And we were talking about how whether or not in your niche or outside of your niche, having colleagues that are doing the work on Instagram and putting themselves out there there for you and using them for support and motivation. And I love that reflection of having someone kind of with you along that journey that you can just say like, you know what, I'm really scared, but like, how did you overcome this? And reaching out for support is so valuable. And then for you, you ripped off that bandaid, you did it. And then look at the success that you've had. And it was also important to mention that I had other friends on that story too, that were benefiting from what I was posting too. So I was seeing good feedback from my friends and, and then just kind of like, you just kind of have to ignore the negative feedback and just not focus on that and focus on the good so that you can really continue to make an impact and keep putting yourself out there. Because if you just focus on the negative stuff, then you're just going to crawl back into your little shell and your hole and just not do anything anymore. Yeah. And I think that's so important of a reflection that you had, especially for the listeners. You may not think you're helping people. You may not get any link clicks on your business stats on Instagram when you post something, or you may not actually feel like anyone's responding and resonated with your message, or maybe a post doesn't do well, but you just said something that's so important for the listeners, which is no matter what showing up every single day, people are going to build that no like and trust. And they are going to want to work with you, whether or not you think you're helping them. Obviously you got to adjust your marketing and make sure you're doing your job there as you evolve, but showing up every day gives your listeners true support and they're, they're going to want to work with you. Absolutely. And sometimes you just have to like see it as the bigger picture rather than the day to day. Cause I'll randomly get like a message of someone that I don't really talk to all the time, but I'll be like, Oh, look, I am impacting someone that is, that it's kind of like behind the scenes. So, so yeah, it's definitely 
a process. Yeah, what an amazing reflection. Now, can you walk us through your experience of using social media to grow your business and how that's evolved? Yeah, so like we mentioned before, I used to have just a personal Instagram. So kind of transitioning over time has been a process as well. But initially, I would just kind of like post random things like maybe a gym selfie with like a motivational caption and just like not be really clear at all. But after clarifying my why and clarifying who I want to target and what I want to talk about, I was able to just kind of get clear and with my posts, just like really target one specific person, that recent college grad, so that they are relating and I'm getting to the bottom of what their problem is and showing them that I can actually solve it. And then another thing that I've realized is really, really helpful on Instagram is when you post something, you talk about that on your story because some people watch stories more than they view posts. So when you talk about it and you kind of just bring their attention to that post and kind of uh, steer them over to your page to see like the value that you can provide to them. So going from a personal Instagram to a business Instagram is it's got it has its pros and cons but one of the main pros is that you have like the control and you kind of already have like the friends there to support you like we've mentioned earlier that like friend aspect awesome so i so i have a question for you tamara now when it comes to staying motivated and creating instagram content i know you work a full-time job and that's something that you've shared with your followers on instagram currently at least and you know, managing that with, while also growing this business into something that I know you're so passionate about. How do you manage time creating content and showing up for your audience while working full time? Because I know so many of the listeners also at this stage of business that you're at, it's really, really hard to manage your time and show up every day because you're tired, you're working full time. I mean, it's a lot. So how have you managed that? Yeah, so time management is something that I've gotten to be pretty good at. So I'm proud of myself for that. But the way that I do it is I just kind of set aside time in the day or in the week that I know that I'm only going to work on my business. So for example, kind of over the weekends in the mornings, that's when I'm most productive because I'll have, I'll have Friday night. That's my, I remember in one of Libby's past podcasts, somebody mentioned that's their me night and that's my me night as well. So So Friday night is my me night. So I recharge and I refocus my energies. And then Saturday morning, I just get really productive and I do everything that I need to do. So during the week, I use my experiences during my full-time job because I work with a lot of recent college grads who are women. So I use conversations that I hear at the office to kind of create content and narrow down like what they struggle with on a daily basis so that I can still talk to my audience and just use that as brainstorming of content creation. So it's helpful that I work with my niche. <laughs> yeah. It, it gives me like real time updates and like real time issues that they're dealing with that I can help them solve. 
Yeah. And just, you know, whether it's a notepad on your phone or writing it down somewhere safe or having a running document on like a Google drive, that's something I use as well. When I have an idea, I put it on paper and I'm like, you know what, I need to make content out of this. And that's awesome. Especially when you are surrounded by so many of your ideal clients that also could be following you and potentially see that post in response to some of their questions and really resonate and then want to purchase your services. Now for someone just starting out and wanting to be really smart about their investments and growing their business, what what would maybe be one or two things that you find really, really valuable when someone's starting off to invest in so they can make progress fastest? So I actually preach this to my clients as well. Investing in yourself is literally the most important and most valuable thing you can do because if you don't know how to do something yourself, your time is so important, especially if you do work full time. I don't have time to go and figure all of this out for myself. Although like I sure I could read a bunch of entrepreneurship books, but that takes time. So investing in myself and hiring someone who already knows what they're talking about, who has a streamlined process and a step-by-step way to get the results and can literally show me exactly what I need to do to get my end result. That speaks volumes for me. And there's really like no dollar amount that can cap that out off. Like I will pay that because that is what I want to do. So if someone can get me there faster, you know, I feel like investing in yourself is really, really important. And I will do that for the rest of my life. Absolutely. And I completely agree with that. I'm, I believe everyone is capable of, for instance, losing weight on their own and you can have trial and error, but oftentimes, I mean, I wasted almost, I feel like seven years of my life trying to figure out my weight when I could have invested in someone that does the work that I do now and that you do now that could really get us those results faster. And I think the same can be said with your business. Now wrapping up, what's next for your business? So what's next? I am just going to continue growing. Um, I'm still in Libby's group class until uh, I believe July. So I'm going to really, really squeeze out every last drop of that class and get all of the possible value that I can so that my business can continue to grow and make an impact and I'll continue to make sales and hit my goals and make new goals. Um, Eventually the dream is to do this full time. So I would love to be able to do that. Um, But yeah, just continue to keep on keeping on. (laughs) Fantastic. And you're such a motivation. And I always like to say, like, we all start from ground zero at some point or another. And the success you've had in such a short amount of time is literally amazing. And just imagine three, four or five months from now, I mean, the opportunities are endless. And for everyone listening, if you want to be self-employed, if you want to do this full time, you absolutely can. You just have to put in the work like Tamara is doing and you're going to get those results. Well, thank you so much, Lauren. This is so much fun. And I love talking to you. It's like we've come full circle. <laughs> Full circle. I love it. Well, once again, can you tell the audience and listeners where we can find you at if they want to go say hi? Absolutely. You can say hi at tamz.jpg. That's my Instagram. Awesome. It was so great chatting. You too. Bye, Lord. Bye.
Thank you for listening. The next step to continue pursuing your journey includes applying to my next group program. You can find that on my website under group coaching and apply. You can also grab my free workbook, also listen on my website and go through the exercises so that you can get more clear with your marketing plan, which is going to help you get one step closer to creating the money and impact that you deserve.